0: Okay, we'll uh, begin the soup and sermons. So today is the first soup and sermon, and the theme that we're going to be focused on during this Lenten season is the Eucharist. And so one of the first things that we can say about the Eucharist is it's the source and the summit of our faith. And so today I'll be focusing on the Eucharist as the source of our faith. And then another Wednesday during this Lenten season... Uh, One of the other priests will be focusing on the Eucharist as the summit of our faith. And so each Wednesday during Lent uh, will be a different topic pertaining to the Eucharist. So as we start today, what do we mean when we say the Eucharist is the source of our faith? What do we mean by that? Where is that idea found? Um, I'll begin first by going to the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Some of you might be following along Father Mike Schmitz as he does the Catechism in a Year. I don't think he's uh, reached the section on the Eucharist yet, but that'll be coming up uh, if you're following his podcast. But uh, in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, it speaks about the Eucharist as a source and summit of our faith. So this is paragraph 1324. Paragraph 1324 says... The Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. The other sacraments, and indeed all ecclesiastical ministries and works of the apostolate are bound up with the Eucharist and are oriented toward it. For in the blessed Eucharist is contained the whole spiritual good of the church, namely Christ himself, our pa- Our Pasch, And so... In this paragraph it says, everything is bound up and oriented toward the Eucharist. And so uh, when people think of Catholics, perhaps the first thing they think about when they think of Catholics is the Mass uh, or the Eucharist. Or if someone says, I'm a practicing Catholic, um, what do they mean by that? Well, probably the first idea that comes to, my, to our minds is that a practicing Catholic goes to Mass every Sunday. And what's within the Mass? It's the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the center, the source of our faith. And this is why candidates every year at the Easter Vigil uh, desire to become Catholic, to enter into the Catholic Church because of the Eucharist. They desire that communion, that unity, that Catholics receive within the Mass. And so yesterday, uh, every Tuesday morning, I visit students at Holy Redeemer School. so yesterday, uh, some of the grades I was visiting, I was talking about the Lenten season. And I was talking about the end of the Lenten season. We we celebrate three special days. We call that the Paschal Triduum. And so um, I was talking about Holy Thursday and Good Friday and Holy Saturday to the students. And I kind of quizzed the students. I asked them, what happens on Holy Thursday? And um, Holy Thursday, of course, is when Jesus celebrated the Last Supper. And that's the source of the Eucharist. That's where we get the Eucharist from. So every Holy Thursday, we... Uh, remember how Jesus instituted the Eucharist. He took simple bread and he took a cup of wine. And he says, do this in remembrance of me. Holy Thursday Mass is probably my favorite liturgy of the whole year uh, because of this intimate and special meal that Jesus shares with his disciples. But this special meal, as Catholics, we get to celebrate for some of us, every day, and for all of us, every Sunday, where Jesus takes bread and wine, and He says, "Do this in memory of Me." Do what in memory of Me? He commands His disciples to offer the sacrifice. And so, yesterday, when I was visiting with students at the Catholic school, uh, I pointed out to the students, uh, when you if you go to Holy Thursday Mass, notice. Holy Thursday Mass is a little bit different from every other Mass. So every Mass we go to, Mass always ends with a blessing. Go forth, the Mass is ended. But Holy Thursday, it's interesting, never ends with a blessing. Uh, We receive Holy Communion. There's a prayer after Holy Communion. But there's no final blessing. The priest never says, Go forth, the Mass is ended. Rather, it seems like the Mass continues. Uh, We continue with a Eucharistic procession. And I think it's really beautiful, uh, as we read about Holy Thursday, the Last Supper in in the sacred scriptures, Uh, it says that Jesus celebrated the Last Supper with his disciples, and then they sang a hymn and went out to the Mount of Olives. And so Holy Thursday, Uh, goes or feeds right into Good Friday. Uh, What Jesus does, what he speaks about on Holy Thursday, he puts into action on Good Friday. And what happens on Good Friday? He offers a sacrifice. He offers a sacrifice on the cross. And so at every Mass, uh, sometimes we call the Mass a holy sacrifice because that's what it is. Every Mass we go to, Uh, We not only remember Good Friday, but we uh, make present Good Friday. The sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is uh, re-presented at every Mass. It's actually made present right here on the altar uh, at every Mass. And so uh, this morning when I celebrated Mass for the school kids at St. Mary's School in Tracy, Uh, I experience Good Friday, and tomorrow, when I celebrate Mass, I'll experience Good Friday again. And on Sunday, uh, as I celebrate Mass at at the parish, I'll experience Good Friday again, because the Mass is remembering Jesus' sacrifice, uh, doing what he asked us to do, which is do this in memory of me. And also on Good Friday, as Jesus died on the cross, we remember that the soldier pierced his side with a lance. And after that lance went into the side of Jesus, what came out? It was blood and water. Some of the saints throughout the ages of the church uh, speak about the church being born from the side of Jesus. We think about Adam and Eve. Eve came from the side of Adam. Uh, the spouse Eve was the spouse of Adam. The church comes from the side of Christ. The church is the spouse of Jesus, and so as Jesus died, blood and water comes forth. And of course, the blood represents the Eucharist, and the water that water of baptism. And so uh, we see Good Friday, and we see the Mass as a as a as a sacrifice as a sacrifice and so now we find ourselves in this year of the eucharistic revival now i encourage you to take on a eucharistic way of thinking in our lives uh, to see reality the material world and the spiritual world through the lens of the eucharist saint irenaeus in the catechism of the catholic church paragraph 1327 He says, our way of thinking is attuned to the Eucharist. And the Eucharist, in turn, confirms our way of thinking. And so uh, the way we think about the Eucharist is the way that we're going to think about uh, the material world, the spiritual world. Um, When St. Irenaeus was alive, he was living during a heresy called Gnosticism. And so the Gnostics, they believed the body was bad and uh, the spirit was good. And so uh, Gnostics, during the time of St. Irenaeus, they were going around claiming they were Christians, but they were saying the body is bad and the spirit is good. But at the same time, they were receiving the Eucharist. And so what they were saying didn't align to how they were living. And so if we see the Eucharist, uh, as a sacrifice, we ought to live our lives as a sacrifice. Uh, Jesus tells his disciples at the Last Supper no greater love has anyone than to lay down his life for his friends. And so, just as Jesus laid down his life in the Eucharist, we too lay down our lives. Our lives are one continuous sacrifice. Every time we come to Mass, uh, at the beginning of the Eucharistic prayer, I think it's so beautiful. The priest says, pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice, my sacrifice as a priest, but all of yours may be acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. And so when we come to Mass, we bring our own sacrifices. And what are those sacrifices? It's the work, our deeds, what we've done throughout the week we join those sacrifices to that of the priest, and we offer them back to the Lord. Uh, and so as we, um, as we receive the Eucharist at Mass, we need to attune our minds uh, to the Eucharist. The Eucharist proclaims the goodness of the body, the truth of the body, the redemption of the body. Um, and so... Uh, modeled after that sacrifice on Good Friday, we're invited to make our lives a sacrifice as well, uh, to spiritually place all of our sacrifices, our very lives, on the patent, on the altar. And then as the priest prays the doxology during Mass, through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, uh, our sacrifices are being offered up to the Father. And so I'll just close today uh, with a morning offering. I love the morning offering because it reminds us that everything we do throughout the day is a sacrifice. We unite our sacrifices at every moment throughout the day to those of uh, the masses said throughout the world. And we always keep in mind uh, Holy Thursday and Good Friday because that's when Jesus instituted the Eucharist and that's when he offered the ultimate sacrifice for each one of us. And so I'll just close with this morning offering, and I invite you to pray with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, In union with the holy sacrifice of the mass throughout the world for the salvation of souls, the reparation of sins, the reunion of all Christians, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as we go forth today, let us continue that... Uh, rem- remembering that our lives are a sacrifice united to the mass our our faith our lives flow from the sacrifice offered at the mass every day